Welcome to Empire Radio with PJ Braun and Aaron Sangerman. Welcome to the Supreme Authority. Welcome to the fourth episode of Iron Empire Radio. And most of you, or some of you at least, are listening to the show for the very first time. I want to do uh, give you all a disclaimer of sorts. Our shows are, are, are not time sensitive, but we've kind of developed a storyline for the first, first, second, and third episode. So me and PJ strongly encourage you, right PJ, strongly? Yes, we very strongly encourage you to not listen to this show first. We want you to listen to the other shows first in chronological order. And then you can listen to this show. The reason we say that is because although those shows can be, I mean, you could, you technically could listen to this show. You might not be totally up to date on some of the things that me and PJ are talking about, like what's going on in our lives right now. But instead of going over everything all over again and, and reiterating, going over everything that basically occurred in the last three shows, um, we would like you to start back at number one and work your way up. You know, you'll have lots of cardio, so you'll be maybe a little bit behind, but I promise you it'll serve you better because you'll know what we're talking about since we're not planning on explaining everything we've done in the last three shows, right? Exactly. Exactly. Just go listen to the other shows first. Yeah, right away. Do it now. But, 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 PJ, in case they're wondering why, what's the difference, why haven't they heard the first three shows, I think it's important to say that this is our first show on rxmuscle.com. Yes, it was a huge big deal. Uh, it couldn't have come at a worse time. I'm really sick. I don't even want to do the show, to be honest with you. I'm going to tough it out and do it. We're going to try to do this one quick. You have to compete tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, or you're leaving very early in the morning tomorrow to compete yeah. uh, in Iowa. Uh, so there's a lot going on. But, um, you know, we're going to do our best. But go listen to the other shows first and then listen to the show. But... Um, it, it's taken a while to get us here to RX Muscle, so now we'll assume that you've heard the first three shows and move right on. PJ, we're here at RX Muscle for the uh, for the first one, and I got to say thank you to Dave Plumbo uh, for making this happen. You know, I know a lot of people. We were getting a lot of emails and people asking, "Why aren't we on RX Muscle? Why aren't we on RX Muscle?" Well, uh, me, you, and Dave worked something out. I think. Uh, it's good for everybody, and uh, now we're here, and hopefully we picked up a bunch of new people listening. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I actually know that we will. This is very good for everybody. It's very good for Arts Muscle. It's good for us, and uh, it's good for the listeners because they're going to enjoy the shows very much. Yes, so please don't judge us on this show. I'm tired. PJ's sick. Neither one of us want to do it. Very, very, very bad mood right now. Yeah, PJ, very bad. He actually sent me because I, I was – he felt like I was doubting his sickness, and maybe I was a little bit doubting his sickness. I actually got a video from PJ of him uh, thermometering himself and then showing me that he is having 102 fever at this very moment. So it's not an excuse. We all we believe you now. I believe you, and the listeners believe you. Yes. The, the doctors uh, told me that I was the illest because I'm suffering from, from realness, actually. This is what I have come down with. <laughs> uh, the doctor said they'd never seen a, a specimen like you before, huh? <laughs> so, PJ, let's talk a little bit about what's been going on this last week. A, a enormous decision. I wasn't even consulted on this decision, I have to say. And I see on Facebook, to all my clients, just to let you know, I am moving to San Diego by the end of the year. What the fuck? Uh, yeah. Uh, is this upsetting you? Or? 
No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't really have any bearing on me at all because you're you're not in uh, Florida. It's not like you're in Tampa anyway. No, no, I will. I will still be far away from you anyway. Yes. So no, it, it, I, I want to know. I want to know the reasoning behind this because look, we talked a week ago. You were yeah. telling me mm-hmm. how much you hate California, even when you were there the day before the announcement that you put on uh, Facebook. You told me you would never move there. Uh, yeah, you know it's interesting the way that. Uh, things uh, work out in life. But, um, you know, I, I've been in Connecticut, uh, in Connecticut, like uh, Danbury, very close to New York. I've been in this area my whole entire life, 30 years. I've never been out of this place, and I love it here. And I've traveled quite a bit, and I've been to many fine cities, some cities that I really enjoy, uh, like Miami. Uh, I, I uh, enjoyed different parts of Texas that I've been in. Um, I, I actually enjoyed Chicago, you know, some, some nice cities that I've been to. Um, but I never, ever wanted to leave this place. And uh, I always felt that, uh, you know, I would spend my life here. I, I like to be in a small town but close to New York City. I like the, the atmosphere here. And I I've took worked a while to kind of build my business to where it is. And obviously I have an online business now, which is doing really well. And, you know, my focus is on that, but I've built a pretty decent training business here. It's taken me a few years to get it going. Um, and, uh, I had no desire to leave, but I happened to fall in love with a girl who was very far away, uh, which we've discussed on uh, previous episodes. She's in San Diego. Now I told her from the start when I first met her, uh, you are going to come here. I am not going there. Uh, I love you. You're coming here, period. Uh, and um, I, I was pretty uh, firm about that. I do not like people uh, in California, and I shouldn't generalize that because she's from California, and I love her, uh, although she was raised in New Mexico. Um, and I do have friends that are also from California. Most of them were not born there either. Go figure. Um, but there is a lot of people in California that uh, I just find to be uh, humongous douchebags. Um, especially in LA, fuck all you people from LA. And, uh, uh, but I, I will say San Diego is not like LA. It's very chill. It's a little too chill for me, but they take it slow, San Diego, take it slow. It's going to be something I have to, uh, you know, adapt to, but you know, uh, my, my girlfriend, you know, it, it was always her dream, uh, to live in San Diego and, um, you know, she saved her money for a while to move out there. And, um, you know, uh, unfortunately, uh, she lost her job and had to relocate in uh, L.A., uh, which sucks really bad. Um, and, uh, you know, just seeing, like, you know, being out there and spending time with her and seeing how she loved it and everything. And um, I felt almost like kind of like selfish of taking her away from that, you know, like she she really loved it that much. I don't want to I don't want to make her come to Connecticut, dude. It's fucking cold here. You know, it's nothing like San Diego, you no, know, no, that's for sure. And um, I, I was like, you know. I asked her, I said, are you really going to come, you know, to, to be with me in Connecticut? And she said, yeah. And, you know, when I looked in her eyes, I, I felt, you know, true sincerity from her. And that was enough for me. You know, that was satisfying enough. So I told her, I was like, listen, I'm going to move out here. You love it here. And, and I love you so much that I want to do whatever it takes to keep you here. So I'm going to move to San Diego. It'll make everything easier for you. And eventually we'll transition you back down to San Diego, from L.A., where you always wanted to be. Like, I'm going to do what it takes 
to make that happen for you. You know, like I, she has a daughter and the grandparents are, are close in New Mexico. I don't want to take her daughter away from the family, you know, and just uproot them like that. You know, it, it's going to be weird for me to leave here, but if, 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 I, if I could do that for her and, and, and like, you know, basically, you know, help her get her dream, you know, back, then I can't really think of anything more rewarding than that, you know, because, you know, I really love her and, and I would do anything for her. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to fucking do it, man. It's, it's kind of crazy. I got a little bit of anxiety about it, but I, I think that my business will thrive out there. I think there'll be a lot more people to meet for me to train in San Diego than there will in Connecticut. Plus, I'm a hustler and I'll hustle hard. And those California slow fucks aren't going to be able to hustle like me, so I'll steal their clients. Um, <laughs> Dariel, and, uh, you know, Dariel, does, you know, Dariel knows you for sure, but she doesn't know you as well as I do. And she asked me, she said, "What do you think the chances are that PJ is really going to go?" And I said, mm-hmm. "About ninety-five percent." And she goes, "Really that high?" And I said, "Yeah, if he's if he's made up his mind to go, then he's probably almost certainly going to go." I would not have said it to her uh, if I wasn't going to do it. I talked about it with my parents, and they supported it. I was surprised. I thought they were going to be upset, but actually they, they also feel that my business will thrive more in California. They feel I'm holding myself back by sitting in Connecticut, and I'm wasting the amazingness of Bronx. <laughs> I think your um, business would probably flourish anywhere other than Connecticut because where you, <laughs> where you live is not like uh, conducive to personal training necessarily. Yeah. I mean, honestly, when I told her, it was kind of kind of funny thinking back to it now. Like I, I was like, you know, I, I, I was thought that she would be like really happy and excited. You know, like this guy is going to fucking give up his life on the other side of the country that he never wanted to leave for me. But in reality, uh, she actually um, she did not get excited at all. Uh, <laughs> it was kind of funny. She actually got a little bit like teary in her eyes. I've never seen her her cry really. She's she's a tough chick. Um, but she was like, I don't want you to do that. You, you don't like it here, and I don't want you to resent me for coming here, and I, I don't want you to think that you have to do that. And I was like, listen, I'm like, you don't know how I am. I'm like, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, like, you know, my mom always says this, is, is saying I believe in home is where the heart is, and my heart is with her. So if she was in Alaska, I'd move to Alaska. You know, if she's in California, I'll move to California. And just being with her is all I need, you know, and I'll make everything else happen when I'm there. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, that's good, man. I'm I'm excited for you. I mean, I'm nervous and excited for you. So it's a long way to move, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I am pretty much the same same way. I'm nervous, but also very excited. I, I can't take uh, you know, away from her. I've said this on past shows. It's it's weird. You know, I, I, a couple of my buddies over here, they're cracking cracking on me, saying that I got like really whiffed, whatever. Um, but hey, whatever. You know, I guess it happens when you fall. You know, like that when you fall in love with somebody, you want to be with that. I know? was the, I was the same way with Darielle. If you remember, you know, I was she was flying to me or I was flying to her. Every, mm-hmm. every every other weekend since the time we met, you know, till we moved in together, we never really went more than two weeks, and that became extremely expensive for me. So I mean, and I know you were looking at just the finances of, flying, yep. and it's more expensive to fly from L.A. to Connecticut. So or uh, yeah, you're going San Diego to Connecticut. Yeah, it's it's uh, pretty much five hundred bucks every time, no matter what. You know, I mean, it's, it's it's already adding up, and I feel this is money that I could be you know investing more into our relationship, our situation. So I'm I'm hoping. I would like to be there personally. I'd like to be there by the end of the year. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, there's no way in hell, uh, that I'm not gonna be with her on Christmas. So if I could move out there by then, you know, that'd be outstanding, you know, rather than make multiple trips. But, 
you know, there's still things that have to be figured out where I'm going to live uh, and, and whatnot. So, you know, that's, that's my focus right now. And there's no way that you're going to, you're moving to LA. You're definitely going to San Diego. Nah, I don't want to live in LA, dude. I mean, dude, she's already, she's been there for like three days and she's gotten a, uh, two days ago, she got a parking ticket for 60 something dollars. Today she got her car towed. There's oh nowhere my God. To, there's nowhere to fucking park. She had to pay $250 to get her car towed. Dude, I'm not bringing the S fucking 500 up in Texas. No <laughs> Hell no, dude. You can't, you can't trust uh, all those LA motherfuckers around the S500. They, can't, they can't fucking, they can't handle me in LA. I'm, I'm not fucking going to convert when I go out there. I'll tell you right now, I'm bringing the East Coast out there. I'm not going to wear flip-flops. I'm not wearing fucking Vans. I'm not wearing Chuck Taylors. I refuse to wear uh, khaki pants, and you will not see me in tight flannel shirts. And I will maintain my very tight uh, haircut at all times. Will not you won't grow out the hair? No, nope, no way. I'm not going to start smoking medical marijuana. <laughs> and I'm, gonna, I'm going to remain high-strung. I'm not going to chill out. And I'm going to fuck shit up out there. That's my plan. Good, good. I, we will certainly be following uh, your, uh, your progress as you journey towards San Diego. Yes, it will be an interesting one for yeah, sure. It will definitely be interesting. So... As uh, you are planning to go to San Diego, really, we got nationals next week. Uh, the, not this coming weekend, but the weekend after. Before we talk about that, people are going to have been asking me about me, what me and you were going to do in Iowa. Because you are so sick, the plans have changed, huh? Yes, and I'm very sorry that I am backing out of the Iowa show. I did not plan on, uh, you know, getting sick and not being able to go. You know, sometimes life comes at you fast. Uh, no, it's one of those times. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, it's just a speed bump, PJ. You'll get over it. I'll get over it. Um, you know, I, I apologize to uh, Jack to Tony and everybody else involved in that show. I'm sure all the competitors are going to be very upset that I'm not there. You know, to, to see me covering them is probably very upsetting to them. But uh, I will be in, in Miami. I will be in Miami. Yeah. I'm upset that I won't be able to watch you uh, do your men's bikini presentation. You know, I've I, uh, I uh, saw your first one. I'd like to see what you know could potentially be your last one. Yeah, um, could be. But um, you know, things happen. Things happen. Well, I will be there uh, covering the show, and uh, I got to say, it's gonna. I'm sure it's gonna be a little less uh, fun there without you. But um, Michael Libertori is gonna be there with Christina Voynich, my co-host on Access Bodybuilding, and uh, a whole bunch of other people. Obviously, will be will be out there at the show. Miami, on the other hand, everybody will be there. Everybody. Everybody will be there. Everybody. It's, everybody. It, it's like the, um, you know, as I hear more and more people talking to me about going and what they're going to do and plans and stuff, I actually realized that uh, there's as many industry people and athletes, it seems like, coming to this as the Olympia. Maybe not as many uh, people to watch, but just about everybody is going to be there. What do you mean by everybody? I mean, everybody, like all the top athletes are going. Uh, a mm-hmm. lot of the... Uh, Industry people that we know, a lot of all of the media. So it's it's a big. Uh, the truth of the matter is, it's 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 approaching winter, and who doesn't want to go to Miami for winter? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, of course. So of course. it's it's not just that they want to come to see nationals. I think that they want a uh, a little bit of a vacation. They want to uh, escape the cold. I'm going to Davenport, Iowa. It's 30 degrees there right now. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> thanks a lot. Um, so. Uh, I mean, here, we're still 80 degrees right now tonight, so it's going to be a, a little a bit of a shock. So imagine if you live up there. I don't know. What, how, how cold is it in Connecticut? Pretty we, cold. Have a nice, uh, we have a nice warm front here, actually. It was 65 today. Oh, well, that's nice. I imagine yeah. a, lot, a lot of the country is starting to get colder, so people are interested in coming. I mean, 
there is a really long list of people coming, a lot of pros. And uh, like I said, all of the media people, all the industry people are coming. Um, so it's going to be a, it's going to be quite an event. And I am really, really looking forward to uh, going out Saturday night because, you know, Mel got married, uh, Mel Chancy, our friend, Mel Chancy, uh, to little Mel. Uh, and uh, they are having like, I guess kind of their party. I suppose you would say their wedding party since they only had 10 people at the wedding itself. They're going to do the wedding party after the show Saturday night. That'll be fun. Congratulations to Mel, buddy of mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had them both. I had, not them both. I had Mel on Access Bodybuilding this past week. And uh, I know uh, little Mel was sitting back there listening to the show. So pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah. That'll be, that will be a very fun party. And uh, Miami in general will be fun. You got a lot of people competing. Yes, I have uh, seven people competing. Actually, hopefully, we'll turn some Ron Fitness will turn some pros out of this show. Yeah, for sure. On the last show, you know, I interviewed your girlfriend, and you mm-hmm. interviewed my girlfriend. And that is for, correct. For anybody who didn't listen, you should have listened to one, two, and that should be number three that you just were talking about now. <laughs> um, they can't miss. You know, Doctor Sean was gold, and Doctor Sean will be back on next week. So, if you don't know who Doctor Sean is right now, he's a gay. Jewish gynecologist that is an enormous fan of bodybuilding and more specifically PJ Braun wants to buy his underwear. He was on episode two. Do not miss him. Right. Yeah, he is, he is, is uh, fabulous. He's fabulous. fabulous. He has been a key player. If you want to hear the big sexy, the big sexy was in two episodes, one and two. Now that so, people on the board do, do love the big sexy. Yeah. The big sexy was very good. He was. Uh, on the radio show. He did a very good job. He was. And he'll be back. Ron Partlow was on episode uh, three. So you got Ron Parlow, big Ron Parlow on the board. What is he, Reps 300, I think it is, or something, Ron? So, for all, for all, for all the, the Canadians out there. Yeah, the Canucks, the Canuck faction. Canucks, yes, exactly. Um, we are also, people don't realize, one of the things we, when we haven't done in the past, but now that we're affiliated officially with RX Muscle, we have access to all you guys listening, all the board members on rxmuscle.com. And just like Off Topic Radio, we are inviting some of the board members on. We don't want to do it exactly like Off Topic and the fact that we're not going to interview them, but we want them to participate in our conversation. Last show, we talked about, can guys and girls just be friends? And we're more specifically talking about guys and girls in the industry that compete that, uh, that do something involving bodybuilding, fitness, or figure, or something like that. Um, so if you want to get involved in a conversation like that and you think you'd be good at it, email uh, PJRI or PM us on the board. If uh, Tell us a little about yourself, if we don't already know, and if we think you're interesting, we'll bring you on the show to discuss something. Yeah, it's a very good way for uh, people on the board that have something to say to uh, get a chance to uh, reach a, a larger mass of people and uh, have their voice be heard rather than hide behind a keyboard like some little pussy. Right, right, exactly. If you are a little pussy, don't don't reach out. We won't use no, it. No, we don't want any little pussies. No little pussies. Uh, you got so many people that love you on Get Big. I would love to get some of these people that love you on Get Big. They love me so much over there. It might be hard to narrow it down because they all love me so much that we might have to um, hold some kind of like contest or something to see who can win the right to come talk to me on the show. Um, you know, it's it's, it's, uh, it's it's very overwhelming how much they love me over there. But I'm sure we could work something out. Do you think? Do you think that if we actually, if we, if I, if I say right now that they're invited, you know, any of them who hate you is invited to come on the show, that specifically like wish death on you, and we when we have them on the show, do you think anybody would actually come onto the show to, to tell you that they want you to die? 
I think that the odds are very slim, but there might be one or two brave souls over there that I, that I think may actually do that. Would you want them? I, to come I, 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 I encourage them to come on the show. Oh, okay, good. That'll be that'll be interesting. If you want to come on the show and ask PJ. Or, or insult PJ in any way, he's open to it. That, that's interesting. I'm, I'm very open to it. Who knows? You, you might, you know, if you really are the uh, the gay criminal they think you are over there, you never know. You might, uh, might yeah, have they, a love. They, they, love they, they might have something on me. I mean, it's it, it's going to be hard for them to truly insult me. It's like, you know, it's, it's just, when you stare at the Mona Lisa, can you really find like anything wrong with it? You know what I mean? Like you could probably try to, but many people will, will, will disagree with you. And I think that's what's going to happen if any of the get biggers come over here and, and, and try to give me a hard time. Well, I, uh, I, I hope that we get at least a few people. So on last week's show, you, uh, you interviewed, uh, Darielle Gaines and I interviewed Amber Day, your girlfriend. Yeah. And I think they both did a very good job. Uh, they, they did. They did. Now, during that show, we discussed the guys and girls can't be friends thing. And apparently, you were very effusive with your praise for Amber at some point in the show. And Darielle listened to the, the show by herself with her little sister. They were driving to go uh, visit family members. And she said she had been texting me the whole time that she was very insulted and anger, aggravated that I did not say enough positive stuff about, about her. Um, and, and this is another critique that Darielle gives me all the time that I make her sound like a bitch. Darielle is not a bitch at all. She's the best. No, she's not the best. She's I love Darielle. She is the best. So she I don't, want, I do not want anybody to think that I'm ragging on her and she's probably listening to it and saying, see, see, he's making me like an asshole. She's not no. an asshole. I think that she might've been being a little sensitive. Maybe I wasn't, I didn't say anything negative, but maybe I wasn't effusive enough. Yes. I don't think you said anything negative at all. You yeah. just, uh, perhaps you got uh, caught up the whole conversation and uh you know now you know we and, love Darielle very much and i want to and also i want to tell her no matter how much testosterone some guys take it is it is definitely possible not to fuck any some uh, random girl even if she wants to fuck you yes because it's it comes down to basically it, it, it's, it comes down to willpower and it's it's kind of like you know you can look at it like it's the same will that can make you not cheat on your diet like some people do. Right. Uh, actually, maybe I should use that back for you, actually. Maybe I should use this analogy for you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it works. It works. That analogy <laughs> works. That works. Even though that doesn't hold it's true. The same, it's the same part of your brain that controls your willpower to not cheat. It's the same part of your brain that can control your willpower to not. You know that it is wrong. Right. You know Absolutely. that it is unacceptable. And if you truly love somebody, you should have no desire to anyway. And if you do... You don't really necessarily, in my opinion, love that person. Perhaps that could be debated. Uh, but uh, I can tell you that, um, you know, I have no desire to put my penis into anybody else's vagina other than my girlfriend's. And I'm, I'm proud of that. Absolutely. It's taking me some time to get to that point. You, you, know, you know, so she was hearing us talk about, like, I guess she kept hearing us talk about, well, when you're taking testosterone, you know, you can't really... You know, and it's so available. You kept saying about how available uh, a pussy is, and you're like, "Oh, well, Aaron can get a pussy. I can get pussy anytime I want." You know, and she's like, "She's like, oh, okay." So, because she knows, she happens to know that I have been only taking uh, 400 milligrams of test. I was taking every other week. Now mm-hmm. I've only taken one shot. I've taken two shots since India. So I've taken like, I don't know. I guess 800 milligrams grand total in seven weeks. So she's she's like, so when you finish dieting are you going to go back to what you were taking before and i said maybe so i don't know and because like it depends obviously if i want to keep doing men's physique no but if i if i want to 
you know, go back to normal or to, you know, blow back up a little bit, yeah, I will take more. And she's like, I don't think I want, I don't think I want you to take more. She doesn't want you doing that testosterone. You tell her, let her undergo, she needs to realize that it'll only be better for her. Right. More, more for you to use on her. Right. That's, that's what I was trying to explain to her. She's like, she's like, yeah, but PJ was saying, and even Ron, the nice guy, the Canadian guy was saying, you don't, nobody has, you can take whoa, that whoa, testosterone. Whoa, 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 Hold on a minute. Hold on. Hold on a minute. Yeah. Hold on. Let's, yeah. let's rewind back. She said, PJ was saying, and then she said, Ron, the nice guy. What does that make me? You're not as nice as Ron. Come on. Why am I not as nice as Ron? <laughs> Ron's nice, harmless guy. You're 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 PJ Braun. That is awful. What, now, what is the basis of this? I am very nice. I don't know. I guess she thinks you're more devious. I am not devious. I am not. That is awful. Like you're an innocent, young, young, nice boy. I'm sure. I'm like a little. I'm like like when you look at me, I'm like a little kid, like a little little baby cat that you want to just. Pet. I gotta say the one video, and I was gonna skip this, but now that you said you're a little boy, a little baby, whatever, uh, the mm-hmm. video Amber shot with you, um, you, you, she sent it to me, or she twittered it to me, uh, where she, you had just hurt your shoulder, or like had a, like a slight injury from showing all the California guys how to, how a real man trains. Yes. In this, <laughs> in this video, you look like the mm-hmm. meekest little boy under like some kind of like. Uh, some spell is what I thought. When she sent it to me, I was actually disturbed by the video. I was like, what the fuck? So I've never seen you like that before. You're like, she's like, this is what she's like. This, I'll give you my imitation. Amber's like, so what did you do today? And you're like, I did shoulders. And he, she's like, yeah, but what about that one there? What happened to that shoulder? And you're like, I hurt it. And she's, like, she's like, and how did you hurt your shoulder? And you're like, I wanted to show the California guys how to really train shoulders. And she's like, and you hurt yourself, didn't you? And you're like, yeah. And I was like, that was the weirdest video ever. I don't know. I didn't think it was weird. I, uh, we had been, um, I'm, I'm, you know, first of all, we've been having uh, uh, copious amounts of, of sexual activity. Uh, and uh, I think we were probably drinking uh, perhaps a bottle or more of wine before that video was shot. And, um, no, I was just tired and like just snuggling around in bed and doing all that stuff, you know, that, that, that lovers do. <laughs> you look and, very uh, relaxed. I'll give you that. <laughs> I was quite relaxed. I was yeah. quite relaxed. Um, I don't know. It's kind of hard to describe it. I guess if I was going to describe it one day, uh, like what it's, what it, what it, what it's like being out there with her, it's kind of like, Gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight, gonna have some afternoon delight. <laughs> it's kind of like that. I see. Now I understand. Yeah. I got it. Now you understand. Yeah, now now the video makes complete sense. Now it makes sense. So I was uh, I was just on the phone with somebody uh, talking about Victor Martinez and all the drama that's happened to this poor guy, um, and some of the I've found some new details out, and um, one of the things that I thought was interesting kind of horrible but interesting was about the specific facility that he is at which is actually in new jersey it's under the um it's under the umbrella or uh, jurisdiction of new york city but it is a uh, new jersey facility and this is the place it's an ice holding play facility but basically what it is is it holds people before they get deported and generally most of the population there are people that have served a prison sentence and are about to get deported okay so it's almost almost all Mexicans, uh, Arabs, people who are, aren't from America, obviously, that don't necessarily speak the language. 
And so Victor's in this place in a, uh, in a isolated cell um, with all these people. The, now the guards really don't have to follow much rules. I mean, not, I don't know if they do or don't, but mm. these guys are all leaving the country. So they don't have really, they have no rights because they're not Americans and they're not going to f- file any suits. You know what I mean? You have yep. a lot of gang members and stuff. And, uh, and then you got Victor, a huge, successful, financially successful uh, bodybuilder in there that you know, I'm sure he's a big target. Um, is he, is, what are the odds of him being able to stay here? What, give, me, give me like a percentage. I'm not an expert, but if you want my guess, I would say 90% he leaves, 10% he stays. Unbelievable. Uh, you know, the, the funny thing was my friend who's a lawyer was telling me about this place said that he has had several uh, clients that have been in, in there and almost every one of the clients that could uh, get the, get him to stop the uh, uh, fighting the deportation process did because they wanted to get out of the facility so bad. Hmm. That's how bad it is. They'd rather go back to their home country than wait in that facility anymore. Have people been talking to him? What do you mean people have, what people have, and what, and what mean, who, who people? I don't know. Any of Victor's friends or anything have any feedback, any new news for us? No, no, no new news on that front. I mean, I'm sure he's talking to people, but I'm not, the, the extent of my information, you just heard the new stuff. Uh, along yeah. with, there's other, some other stuff, but I don't want to talk about anything until I'm more sure of it. You know, I, I, people say, you know, I write a gossip column, as you know, but there's a, uh, there's a fine line. Like, it's really not a gossip, gossip column because I have lots of gossip about Victor and about this case. And probably at least, at least 50% of it, probably more than that, is not true at all. Um, it would be great to write it up because it would be very interesting, but it would be damaging mm-hmm. to Victor and probably majority of it's not even right. Yeah. So that's why I mentioned the the, uh, the prison or the, the holding facility he's in because I know for a fact that that's how it is. I don't, it's not any actual details about him, but you know what I mean? Feel bad for him, man. It sucks. Yeah, it really sucks. You spent uh, how long did you spend in jail? Like ten hours? Like a day. It fucking was awful. I wanted to kill myself. Can you imagine? Honestly, imagine yourself because that's a holding cell that you were in. You weren't in, a, in an actual. Yeah. You were not in general population of a jail or a federal prison. Yeah. So imagine being in that cell right there that you're in for ninety days. I can't imagine that. I would never ever want to do anything breaking the law to put myself in that position. Um, because it was such an awful, awful, awful feeling. Yeah. Um, we got a uh, Quincy Taylor on next PJ. He is coming on to bullshit with us. Now, that's what I wanted to, I guess that's the, the same situation for people who haven't heard the other shows and they should have heard him by now, of course, um, mm-hmm. is that we don't interview people and we're not going to interview people. I'm not going to have people yeah. on here to interview. Uh, that's not the goal. We want to include them in a conversation. So Quincy Taylor's coming on to talk to us. You know, you heard the excess bodybuilding with Quincy. You know his new job. Uh, he's mm-hmm. still a pro bodybuilder. You know, he hasn't, like, given up bodybuilding. But he's making money these days doing porn. Yes. And uh, that's with uh, Brandy – what is it? Brandy Akers? How do you say her whole name? It's Brandy Marie Akers? Brandy May. Brandy uh, May. Uh, Brandy May, yes. So. When I interviewed her on Access Bodybuilding, I interviewed him and her, and he refers to her as his business partner. Um, yeah, but she they live together, and that's his girlfriend as well. Okay. So uh, we're going to have him on to kind of talk about it. You know, he he actually, there was some, I mean, we're going to have to talk about this with Quincy, but he does, uh, he said he did Mandingo porn. 
And um, you tell me that, that Mandingo is a person and that it, it – yes. okay, go ahead and explain this to people. Uh, Mandingo is a porn star. He's a male porn star, a black guy uh, with a uh, gigantic penis. Um, it's, uh, it's, it must be – I don't know. I would assume it's got to be like a foot long and like as thick – as like a fucking baseball bat. It's frightening. It's, it's scary. And uh, he, he frequently uh, does scenes of like little white girls that you can't even fit this thing all the way in. It's, it's, a, it's a waste, actually. It's a waste of penis. Uh, there's probably a good four or five inches, at least, that don't even get to go inside of the vagina. It's, it's an unnecessary amount of penis. I would not want to have uh, that much penis myself because I, I like my penis to be able to get all the way into the vagina. And... Uh, uh, you know that that poor bottom five inches or so of the penis just doesn't even get to go in there. Ever. Never knows. Never well, knows what's inside of the penis. Uh, that bottom, the bottom, the the average length of a man is the bottom bottom part of his penis, and it has never. It is still a virgin. Yes, the bottom of his, the bottom five inches of his penis is a virgin. Yes. So you, there's uh, never a girl where he can stick it all the way in. I have not seen it. I've seen a lot of his scenes, uh, and he he's a, not a large man. He's a smaller guy. Really? Uh, not in not in very good shape either. Uh, but just happens to have a, a gigantic uh, flex sword, as they as they say. <laughs> a meat a meat bat. Yes, it is a meat bat. It is frightening, it is quite frightening. A black meat bat. Yes, it is. Uh, it is terrifying. <laughs> if you found, if you went to Amber's, let's just say you're at Amber's house in uh, in LA, and you just have mm-hmm. to be looking for a, a, she asks you to hand her one of her lighters. To, uh, to whatever, light a candle, and you go open the drawer and to look for her lighter, and you find a a black dildo the size of uh, Mandingo's penis. What's your reaction? Uh, my reaction is uh, I need to use your phone so I can book my flight home, and I don't ever want to talk to you ever. <laughs> that bad, huh? Yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, my, 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 I don't know if I should discuss this, actually, but my girlfriend actually swears that she doesn't masturbate, which is hard for me to believe still to this day. But she truly swears that she doesn't do it. It does nothing for her. She needs the real thing. Uh, so I don't have to worry about finding any giant black man dildos around her, her place anytime. Too. So, uh, She's, she says she never does? No, she doesn't. She says she never does. She doesn't do anything for her, she says. And she's, she's truly the first uh, woman I've ever met that, that will say that. She sticks to it. She sticks to her story. Uh, no matter how much I ask her, I can't believe uh, I wouldn't believe she would lie to you. What's the point of lying about it? That's exactly it. So I does she and, uh, does she have a very low sex drive? Uh, no, uh, actually, we had sex. Uh, I actually did count uh, sixteen times in the five days I was with her, and uh, I was proud of that number. Uh, that number was inspired by her, uh, as a matter of fact, and uh, all sixteen times were fantastic. Um, and, uh, no, we had awesome, our sex is like ridiculous. So, uh, let me ask you, so does that mean if she's horny, then how does she satisfy it? She has to go find herself a man. No, I think she just holds out, you know, she just holds herself out and waits for me. Um, no, no, I meant before you, of course. I mean that now, but I mean, before you No, she went fucking long, long time without doing it. She, she cannot, uh, some women cannot, uh, have sex without uh, an emotional attachment. Uh, those women I like to uh, call uh, good girls. And those women, uh, our listeners, are the ones that you marry. Uh, the ones uh, that will have sex with you as soon as they meet you uh, and let you do horrible things to them. Uh, <laughs> for instance, fuck them in the ass, take it out, and then put it in their mouth 
or as we like to call it, uh, the ATM, those are the girls that you don't talk to anymore after that experience. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. You're all, you're all learning. Yeah, I would learning agree. Right? I would definitely agree with that. Um, but the, the, it still it still begs the question: Is that um, what does she do when she's horny? She just doesn't. Or she doesn't get horny. She just forgets about it, and wow. I have to remind remind her every couple of weeks when I see her. Ah. Okay, this is, this, is, this is my penis. Remember what it used to be to you? Now it's back. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> well, I guess that's good as long as she can turn it on when you're there, right? Yeah, dude, uh, no complaints in, in, in that department whatsoever. Well, I know you well enough to know that if there was a serious problem there, you wouldn't be moving to San Diego. No, 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 no. <laughs> we, uh, you know, when you're in love with somebody, it's, uh, it's a different sexual connection that you have anyway. So it's uh, it's always good. Very, very good. All right, PJ, I guess what we'll do now is we will go to commercial break. For people who don't know, as of right now, we have no sponsors for the show. Uh, we were talking to a few of them, but obviously this changes things that we're going to RX Muscle. It changes the whole dynamic. So we are looking for sponsors for the show. Um, just so you know, we do, we and even though we are affiliated with RX Muscle and the show is an RX Muscle uh, product, our sponsors are separate. We have a separate page. Um, we have some special deals. Please email me or PJ. Uh, mine is jubaca at rxmuscle.com. Obviously, pjbrawnfitness at yahoo.com. Or you can email, you can get us both on Facebook or PM us on the board on rxmuscle.com to talk to us about Very easy, yes. Yes, very. There's many ways. Twitter also. We both have uh, Twitters that we're playing with all day long. Um, yes, that I have now passed you on for the record, and I'm now officially cooler than you on Twitter. I'm getting close uh, again, PJ. I'm catching for, up. For, for, for the record, so everybody knows. Uh, you can actually uh, scroll down on, on your Twitter and, and see when you actually started. You no, started, I started. I made the account. You no, started no, 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 no. months before me. No, no, no. But that's the thing. Uh, and there that's was a the point th- where I wasn't taking Twitter seriously. No, and no. You had like you had like five hundred no, more people. No, no, no. How long are you going to use that justification, PJ? It's hey, it's it's the stats are stats. I'm so a, I'm a so for, for, I'm a for five years from now, if I have. 150,000 and you have 75,000, you're going to be like, well, you started before me. No, I will not use that anymore. Now it's all, it's a clean slate now. For, as now, of this point, now. as of right now, we're, we're on. Yes. Okay, that's it. Go to, okay, uh, go to the at sign, Aaron Singerman. It's all one word. That's how you follow me on Twitter. Ignore PJ Braun. PJ is uh, Braun <laughs> Phillip Jr. That's his. In case you want, to go, in case you want his. Right. Uh, um, let's go to a commercial break, PJ. Pick, you're going to be picking the music. This is what we've done the last three shows, which you all should have already heard. Um, PJ, we don't know what we're, you're going to pick right now, but I know you'll pick something fantastic and different. So mm-hmm. let's go to the commercial break. Hope you enjoyed PJ's selection. Hopefully you'll be hearing some sponsors commercials in here very soon. Thank you. 
Welcome back to Iron Empire Radio, and we have on the line with PJ and I right now, IFBB Pro and porn star, Quincy Taylor. Quincy, welcome to the show. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. How you doing? I'm not a porn star. I wouldn't consider myself to be a porn star and just do some muscle erotica website work, you know. What, what, what's the difference? Well, porn star sleeps with everybody and everything and everyone. I'm really... This is a business that I run on my own. I don't work for anyone else. It's not something I'm out here just doing like with everything and everyone. It's just something that we do on our own. We're really selective. We're keeping it inside that muscle, you know. Right, right, right. Well, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't know. I, I figured porn star is a compliment. I didn't know it was a. Uh... No, 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 no. I didn't take it as a not as a not as a compliment. I just took it as I'm just you know I'm not. A, I'm, I'm that particularly in a way that's what I am. But at the same time, it's a little bit more than that. Right. You're more of a, a porn uh, producer. You're yeah. a porn. Uh, you're, 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 a, you're a porn. A porn entrepreneur. A muscle worship porno entrepreneur. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for clarifying that. But that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's, it's a little bit more than just that because we don't. We don't just do the, 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 the sex part of it. It's a lot more than we're just just that. Yeah, we actually. Uh... There, there, people people want all kinds of different things. It ain't just that sometimes. Um, PJ, uh, you, you heard, I know, but people out there who are listening right now may not have heard the Access Bodybuilding where I interviewed um, not just Quincy, but his business partner and his girlfriend, Brandy May Aker. So if you haven't heard that, you should go back and check it out. We, me and Quincy and Brandy talked about all the details and in the business side and all kinds of stuff. I'm going to have to listen to that. I don't, I, I don't like you, so I don't listen to your stuff, but I'll have to go back 
and uh, check that one out for uh, because I'd like to hear Quincy and, and his business partner on there. Yeah, they're much it more like it was a pretty good. It was a pretty good interview, actually. Good. Thank I'll you. have to check that one out. Yeah, I thought I thought it was good. I thought it was good. So one of the things I wanted to ask you right off the bat, Quincy, is PJ was I was telling PJ about Mandingo. I told him, and he, and he actually told me. <laughs> he told me that you're not Mandingo. That the, that somebody else is Mandingo. There's a specific person named that. No, there's a yeah, website. Aaron, there's a website. There's two or three websites that are named that. That are named that. Mm-hmm. There, there is a a porn star uh, that goes by the name of Mandingo, and and uh, many uh, people that have uh, frequented porno the way I have will, will are familiar with Mandingo, uh, and he he, uh, he is quite legendary uh, in in the porno industry. Uh, um, well, I wasn't I wasn't aware of that. Only only thing that I knew of was the one with the um, the several websites with that name attached to it. I didn't think that someone actually had that main name. Yeah, he's been around for a while too. He, he's uh, he's um, I would have to say he's probably the most well endowed guy I've ever seen. Uh, you know. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I think I mean, uh, you might be talking. Yeah, I think I need to talk. He's he's, uh, he's he's not a big guy, you know, so it actually makes it look even larger. But he, he's, he's 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 not. He can't be more than I wouldn't say he's more than five 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 six. Just a uh, he's a, he's a little black dude. He's not in shape, uh, but he he has uh, a, a a quite. Large, uh, fright, large fright, fright, <laughs> it's quite frightening. It's, uh, I told Aaron it's actually. Yeah, he's got, got one of those elephant things hanging between his legs. If, if you go to like a, like any of the free uh, search engines like xnxx.com and just type in Mandingo, uh, where I am right now, actually, uh, you will see tons of videos of this guy. Um, well, what, the, re- the reason why I use that name is just because the only thing I know is the two sites, but I'm pretty sure that that name's pretty commonly used. But the, mm-hmm. what it signifies is something um, that. From my point of view, from what I've learned, there was a film called Mandingo back when I was a kid, and that's yeah. probably where people get the name from. It's based on something during slavery. And it's the movie's based on a fact of like a fighting. They have a certain tribe from Africa that supposedly fights, and they use them to fight like the way they would have pit bulls fighting in the ring. And generally, they were the ah. bigger, stronger, bigger guys, and that's where the idea that comes from. But I'm pretty sure that my knowledge of that is very limited. And it's mm-hmm. probably a lot more than what I think it is, but I know it's some specific tribe. Because if you ever see the film, there's a film with that name attached to it. It's an old film during the 70s. And it's basically about setting the slavery. It's a pretty good film. Quincy, you, set, you actually sent me the movie know. poster. You sent me the poster. Oh, yeah. That. That's, no, that's, that's not the movie poster. That's a VCH copy of the movie because I had it. I bought that movie when I was in college because I thought it was so freaking crazy because of the slavery terms and the way that it was set up. It was ridiculously funny to me. Ah. It was sad. It was sad, but it was also very funny at the same time. Hmm. I'll have to check that out. Some of some of the ways that people talk and some of the things that were happening in the film is just insane. It's 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 it's, it's true to life, though. That's one good thing about it. Quincy, what, what's <laughs> realistic? Uh, what's your what's your daily life like now? I mean, obviously, you still go to the gym and train. And you train people and stuff I like that. I just came back. Yeah, I, yeah. I, you... I, I try to keep clients. You know, I try to keep the clients coming in. It's been I haven't been able to get as many clients as I would like, but I'd like to get a lot more. But usually, right, like right now, I train my clients. I got some internet clients that I train outside the country. Then on top of that, I train myself, and then me and Brandy do a lot of work online. And I she, usually we sit on cam and we work doing that also. Then I go to the gym. Then on top of that, I'm dealing with some other stuff with some uh, with my agent on some things with some different film work that I'm trying to get into right now. I just finished I finished a film a while back called Hard Hat. That right now the um, trailer's up right now, and the they're they're selling it at the um, Santa Monica Film Festival. And it's also I'm also on the cover of um, Hollywood Reporter magazine. A, a paper a magazine in L.A., so that's pretty good for the film that I did. It's a horror flick where I played the main character. Hard I, I actually had PJ watch the trailer before we got you on because I wanted to make sure because I liked the trailer and it reminds me of like an '80s 
like a classic 80s slasher movie. There's there's yeah. nudity, there's gore, there's a huge you're you're not, you know, Jason's not huge, but you're like a even better Jason because you're like enormous. Yeah, they, they were kind of stunned at the way that I could actually move around and be able to move fastly and quickly and get things done. But it's, you know, it, the, the trailer was actually better than what I thought because when you're working on that, you you kind of look at it like this shit's going to be cheesy, but it wasn't. It was, actually, it was actually pretty good. It was actually pretty good, and I was even impressed with it myself. I was like, okay, this is actually pretty good. But yeah, I thought it was me, pretty well done. Yeah, th- thank you very much. For me, it's just the it just by the means. All I was really trying to do was, you know, mainly just get my face out there because it's been a while since I've done anything on camera. And because I live in Las Vegas, it's kind of hard to get work. So if you do anything and get your face in front of thousands of people or your picture on a couple magazine covers for that particular industry, you know, it's going to make give me more work, which is what my whole intention was. Right. What What was the last thing you had done before this? Oh, be cool. Well, the last thing that I've done was be cool. No, I did uh, the comebacks also, but they cut the clip out that I was in. But before that, it was be cool. Be you cool saw that one, huh? That I've been in. You saw that yeah. one? But I, I could have got more work, but I moved out of California. You can't really base your life on getting film work, you know. But for yeah, me now, because I did this film, I'll be able to get some more work for sure because I was a principal. You, but, you, you're such a good bad guy. I'm surprised nobody used you as a bad guy before. Well, they got to see me. You know, the problem is I don't really get out much, dude. I stay in the house and I go to the gym and I go to functions. I'm, I'm a homebody. I, you know, I take care of my family. I take care of my kids and things, things like that. I'm not... You you would be really shocked that the life that I live is pretty quiet and humdrum and normal and quiet. You know, besides the work that we do, when we do that, there's no one else around, just the camera guy and us most of the time. How do you plan you that know, out, Quincy? Have... Does that just happen, like, where you, if you and uh, you and Brandy, I guess if it's just you and her, do you just, like, be like you feel kind of like no, a what, what what No, what it was, dude, it's one of those things as to where I just, I, I, um, I, Brandy had mentioned it to me two years earlier. Because, mm-hmm. you know, she's been doing muscle, muscle erotica. She's been doing webcam and things like that for the past five, six years. Mm-hmm. You know, and she, she talked to me about it two years ago. And I was like, you yeah, know, okay, whatever. <laughs> you know, because I'm doing all this. I was working for two or three different companies at the time. I was on different contracts. And so for me, it was like, no, I'm not doing that. I can't do something like that. And I just didn't want to do it. And then, you know, as time went on, I, after I sat around and had those contracts with the last two years that I was involved in dealing with a lot of things inside the business of bodybuilding, it really just kind of dawned on me, you know, that, it really doesn't matter. In the end, you have to make money, and you have to, what the shortest distance between two points is, you know, the shortest distance between two points is to use what you have to get to where you want to be. A lot of people have a tendency to sit around and, you know, a lot of people have a tendency to sit around and dream about what they really want their lives to be as they get older. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to make it fucking happen. I'm going to do something about it instead of just sitting around waiting for something to come along. You know, Brandy has a college degree. I'm, I'm about maybe six classes short of getting mine. You know, there are several things. People think that we just entered into this as some idiots that just want to get paid. No, we have a business plan that we're working on. We have an idea. We have a brand that we're branding here. This is not something we're just going to be doing for a little while. This is something we're trying to do as a business. And we're not looking at it as just two people trying to get off, you know. Right. But that's how people, it, it, the results have been, people have been really, a lot of people have really not been what I thought would be my friends on a lot of things. And a lot of times it, it invokes a lot of uh, jealousy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, 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 I consider myself to be an intelligent person, and I'm, I read a lot, and I know when someone's jealous or someone's really being covert about what they really think and feel. People have a way of telling you what they really think sooner or later. Yeah. Well, I, I think, uh, and, and the industry that we're in, uh, this industry breeds 
uh, a lot of insecurity, uh, you know, for various reasons. And I, I think that, unfortunately, a lot of people that get into this industry, they, 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 they have these dreams of what's going to happen to them when they're in this industry, and perhaps they're going to be the next, you know, movie star or the next Arnold Schwarzenegger. But in reality, uh, the, the, the expression uh, opportunity knocks is total bullshit in this industry. You have to attack opportunity. You know, you have yeah. to go and, and knock that door down yourself. And uh, it, there are not a lot of people that have the balls to actually do that. So when somebody like yourself, you know, is doing something like you're doing, what happens is, you know, you find these insecure people that will get jealous. I mean, uh, well, I, I been, personally, I've been surrounded by them most of my life, so you're used to it. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I wouldn't see myself. I used to joke around when I was young and saying, you know, I'm going to be a porn star because I love to have sex and I'm good at it, whatever. Now, I don't see myself, uh, you know, ever, ever, you know, being uh, in the mindset where I would have uh, uh, sex on camera. But I, by all means, don't have any problem with anybody else wanting to do it. And if you're getting paid to do that, then fucking great for you. You know, I mean, especially if you're this kind of fun sometimes. You know, it, it's uh, you know, when I was a kid, I thought the same thing you thought, but I never thought that this would, I never thought it would pan out like that. But see, the way that I try to live my life is you run into a boulder, you don't try to go through it, you don't sit there and beat your head against it, you go around it. You figure out, you, you have to use every resource. The way I look at life is I use every resource that I can, every resource that I can to propel my dreams that I want to make happen. The only thing that I don't want to do is not be able to look at myself in the mirror in the morning as long as I can do that. I don't really care anymore. Exactly. I have to be able to look at myself and, and, and be proud and be happy of the decisions that I've made. And once I can do that, then I'm fine. But the thing is, a lot of people, when you, when you don't care and you have no fear and you're living your life by your own terms and not by what they think, because I've had a lot of people, I have guys say, oh, oh, Quinch is too legendary to do that. He's too much of this. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? I'm a person just like you are. Mm-hmm. You know, but people people have a tendency to, to put you in categories of what they want you to be. I'm not, and it's not really who you are. I agree. Well, Quincy. You know, so I got to a point. I've, I've just learned a lot of things. And I, as I get older and older, I just realized that I'm going to be who I want to be and not what anyone else wants me to be. Quincy, you were telling me when, on the interview, and this is something that uh, I thought was particularly interesting, is that as you build up your business and your brand, the niche that you want to be in is fit, like not necessarily bodybuilders, but fit people, whether it be figure or fitness or whatever, athletes coming in and participating in this with you? Oh, yeah, of course. Because I believe that the bodybuilding world has changed drastically, and I believe that a lot of these people that are running it don't really realize that it's so difficult for the competitors to actually make any damn money. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it, it, it has turned it, 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 it is like, it, it was hard for me the whole time that I competed, but I cannot cry and say anything. Like, I spoke to Jay last night, and he goes, I can't say anything really bad about anything. I'm retired. I'm getting smaller, and I think it's stupid and this is bad for me to be this big. But at the same time, I can't say too many bad things about it because I make millions of dollars. I can't say any bad things because I was able to provide for me and mine for almost 11 years. And I got to travel all over the world. So I can't really cry about it too much. But at the same time, how many bodybuilders actually walk away from this with something tangible in their hands that they can actually live off of? Very, very few. Mm-hmm. Right. That's true. And, 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 that, and that's because a lot of them are too afraid or they're too scared. Or like you said, they don't have the balls to do it or they just, they just don't know. And me, for instance, I'm, I'm a realist to the heart, to the core. I'm a, I'm a true hardcore realist. And I look at my, I have no problem looking at myself and admitting when you're in the wrong place, you did something wrong, you're wrong, you should have did this different, you should have did that different. Be real if not with anyone else but yourself. Who, Quincy, what other actors do you have uh, working with you and Brandy at this point? 
right now, right now we don't have anyone else working with us right now because we haven't started that yet. Okay, we haven't started that phase yet. See, we're, we're waiting. We're waiting for a certain point on the numbers before we start doing that because it has to be cost effective. Sure, sure, it has to be cost effective. You can't just how, how, how often are you doing this now? How many uh, how, you know videos are you you know shooting? Oh, we we have to we have to upload a certain amount every week. We have numbers we have to upload. You have to make sure you put up. It's like anything else. Content is king. If you don't put enough content up, you're not gonna people are gonna get bored and leave. What do you do to spice it up and make each one different? Dude, come on, we beat her. It's sex, dude. You got a three hundred pound black man and the brandy looking the way she looks is kind of not that <laughs> <laughs> There's so many different things you can do. It's like, come on, there's like, there's, there's, a, there's a, come on, we're not just doing sex either. There's also beat down scenes. There's also fetish scenes. There's just hundreds of other things. You know, there's so many other things. Think about it, dude. You can do. 50 different things. People want to see all kinds of stuff. But pretty soon, within the next six to seven months, six months or so, we're going to be in, at, trying to look, we're going to be hiring uh, models to come in and work with us on stuff. Of course, we don't need, the guys are going to be easy to part to get. That's the easiest thing to get. Right. We're not concerned about the men as much because they're, 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 they're easier and they're not as expensive. Of course. But for the women, that's where the, the money comes in at. You have to pay a female at least $1,200 for a scene. So when you for any type of penetrating scene, so you better have at least twelve hundred dollars. You have Quincy. You have worked with other girls before at some other point, right? Oh yes, yes. But I have, but never, never with anything outside of. Uh, come on, dude. I've messed around with lots of chicks and been on camera. I videotape stuff myself, but I've never put it on contract. Never for money. Well, no, yeah, for money, yeah, of course. Come on, I'm a pro bodybuilder. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Quincy, on, tell, tell us. You don't, tell think us. I, you don't think I've had the occasional man want to watch me bang his wife out? Come on. Oh, really? From, from before. From, from oh, before. Somebody, some, some guy wants to see big black guy bang out small blonde chick. Come on, is his wife. They, 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 I'm not doing that shit for free. These other guys will, but I won't. This was when you, this was when you were competing still. This I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I look at like, I don't care about this, the sex part of it. It's, yeah, it's great. It's all, I'm a guy. Of course I like it, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I... But what makes me excited is money. I want some money. I'm not trying to. I, I'm happy and content. I, I'm happy and content just to sit with me and just to sit with what I have. When is the last time you got to do that? You banged out some guy's wife. Shoot the Arizona Pro. The last time I saw you that night. What is the what is the going rate? What is what is the going rate for for banging somebody's wife like that? For me, for, for me, you, yeah. for a 300 pound black man, yeah. Yeah, for me, I don't know what the other guys are charged, but I'm on like fifteen hundred dollars with some shit like that. Wow! So you're banging the guy's wife, getting paid all this money, and he's watching. Now, are you like? Does it bother you to, to know that the guy nah, is sitting there watching? Nah, it don't bother me. Not, the first time it did, after a while it did. Come on, dude! I was getting phone calls in my room when I was at the Olympia from guys wanting to see me pose and do all and jerk off and things like that. That I, that I didn't really do because I got I, I'm weird about being around being up in a room with some guy alone. It kind of yeah, like, that's fucking weird. Because ninety nine ninety nine percent of the time they don't want to just watch and do that. No, that's they're hoping that's they're hoping that's an opening do- a door. That yeah, 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 yeah. They're hoping that there's an open door, and I don't have a problem with that. Hey, to each his own. But I'm just not like no, I'm not gonna be hanging out alone with guys. I just I'm just like no, not not this particular guy, not some total stranger. I don't even know the guy. I'm not doing that. Hmm. Wow. And usually when it's, when it's a guy and his wife, and they're it's usually, nine, nine times out of ten, it's usually an older guy with his wife. That's usually what it is. Or, you know, middle-aged guy in his 40s, my age, with his wife, and they make it really clear right. what time it is. And the first time it happened to me when I was younger, Chris Cormier was like, oh, you're going to get people on. I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, Chris, you're silly, dude. What are you talking about? Chris was like, no, I'm telling you. And when it started happening to me, I was like, okay, wow. Wow. Okay. How, many, how much, I mean, how decent are those, these women? Do you ever, are, do you ever, are any of them ever hot? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. and you're getting paid. 
Now, are these guys, you're banging their wives, are they masturbating while you're banging their wives? They might be. I didn't pay attention long enough. I think one time they were. But see, they, I don't think that she did. A lot of them, they have fun watching their wives do that. It's, it's re- hey, dude, there are so many people out here that just have different things that, that turns them on. And it used to make me go, wow, what the hell? What the hell is this? What the hell is this? And now I'm at the point where I I'm like, process that in my brain. After eight years, eight years ago, eight years ago, I stopped caring. Eight years ago, I stopped, <laughs> about, about eight years ago, I stopped caring. I was like, well, you know what? Why am I trying to figure out why they feel this way? If that's what gets them off, so be it. People look at me and they would think that I get off because I'm weird because I like girls with muscles. Right. Some people do. You yeah. know, they, they, a lot of people would look at me going, damn, what the hell you mess with that girl with the big clip for? What are you doing? Right. That's you know true. what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's kind of like, you know, if it, that, my, the way I look at that, I, I really, you have to really take a look at yourself and what you really like. You know, so depending on what you like, that, that might not be with this other person. This other person gets off on watching this woman do that. Do you really like the big clit or do you just like the big muscles and you accept the big clit? Mm, doesn't matter. I look at it as like, you've got to remember, from the day that I started, when I first started bodybuilding, there were no figure, fitness, bikini, right. none of that. It was only female bodybuilding. So I, got, I saw a lot of those. So I got to a point where it didn't really matter to me. The big clips don't bother me even the slightest, as long as they're not big as hell, like a pinky or something. Right, right, right. <laughs> that doesn't phase me even the slightest, because I, because it's because they done, you know, it's, it doesn't really matter. That doesn't matter. No, not not to me at least. Now you said eight years ago you you stopped caring, but before eight years, then how oh, yeah. did you feel? About oh, it, it bothered me. It bothered me a little bit. It did bother me, but after a while, I just something just happened. As you deal with enough of them, you stop caring. <laughs> familiarity. When you get to familiarity, just be flat the window. I'm curious as as to what aspects of it bothered you. What do you mean? Did you did it bother you, for instance, that you were banging a, a married woman? Did it bother you that the husband was happened to be sitting there watching? Did it did it make you think what the fuck is wrong with this guy? I'm curious as to like what about it truly bothered oh, for you? A long, oh yeah, back back eight years ago, I would never, I wouldn't do that. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I'd be crazy. But for something, you know, it, you know what happens? It, it wasn't even the money because I was making money at that time. It's just at certain points in your head, you just something happens. See, for me, I've always looked at things as being logical. I try to be logical as possible. I try to look at things as right and wrong, logical. Is it really that? Is it really right? Is it really wrong? What really is? And after a while, it's like, wait a minute. No, it, it's wrong. To, I would never mess with a guy's wife behind his back. I would never. And anyone that knows me, that have been to shows and they've seen me, I, I like it doing your wife. I don't believe in that. Right. I don't believe yeah. in doing that. Now, if you come up to me and you want to offer your wife to me, that's all the ball game there. Right, of course. You know, and, and it'd be an insult for me to turn you down. So hard for me to process. Oh, it's a total man. insult. You're offering me money in that, and I'm going to say no to you? That's like a slap in the face. Yeah. What's wrong with my wife that you won't do that to her? That, yeah, I, uh, that's, you know, that's, you know, I completely you know, different way of looking at it, I guess. <laughs> that, chick, that chick gets her head, she, if, she gets her head, if she gets her head set on it, she gets her head set on it. Wow. If it's not you, it's going to be some other big black guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but where are they going to find know, a, they they a big black guy your size? No. Yeah, that's very rare. But it's also one of those things that I'm just, I'm a little bit like that, though. I, I don't really sexually, you can't do it. I got kids. I have kids that are adults. I've seen a lot of things, and after a while, you kind of don't look at things the same way. It's not the same to me. It's like, I don't look at it as just being, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're doing this. It's just like, okay. It's something that happens, but it's not something. It happens every day with everyone. Everyone wish they could do it, and, I, and then and then people want. Then my 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 girl goes, 
well, that's why your ass walks around with a smile on your face all the damn time because you don't give a damn about half of it. No, I don't because I'm happy most of the time. I'm, I'm a happy person. Why wouldn't I be when I got people doing that? Yeah. <laughs> what other weird requests have you gotten, Quincy? What other kind of weird stuff? Oh, people people want to see your feet. Your feet? People people want to see your feet. Oh, oh better yet, well, when Craig Titus told me this one, it was really freaking me out. He said uh, he would have a guy put a bidding war for his, for his posing trunks. They would have bidding wars for his trunks. Posing, his posing trunks that he, the sweaty, smelly posing trunks that he wore to show. Uh, he had guys that were bidding on that. He sold it for like five, numbers, like four, five hundred Four or five hundred dollars for a posing pair That's of That's like uh, uh, the 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 doctor Aaron that he said he wanted to pay me uh, for my underwear. Yeah, we have a um, one of the regulars on our show. Uh, Dr. Sean is a gay uh, Jewish gynecologist from Texas. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. he comes on regularly. Uh, or he's going to come on. He's only come on once. We've only had three shows. This is the fourth show. But uh, he offered, uh, he said he was, as soon as he came on the show, he said this has been a great, it's a great opportunity for him to ask him if he could buy a pair of PJ's used underwear. And PJ said, well, what are you going to do with it? And he said he was going to put it in a, in a little China curio uh, <laughs> next in his, in his living room in a special place where only he would know where they were. Hey, hey, hey. hey that's like the guy back, back when I, First started training in Golden Bears. Back when I first started training, I never forget there was this cat. He was an older guy, white guy. He was really cool, cool guy, really nice person. You could tell he was a good guy. But he wanted to take polar. He would take polar pictures of you posing just anywhere. And he had polar pictures of everyone, anybody that you could ever imagine. He had polar pictures of him posing just at Golden Bears, clothes on, nothing funny. And he would give you cash money, like three, four, five hundred dollars for these pictures, polar pictures. He'd just wow. take them and give you money for them. And I was like, what the yeah. hell? And this was when I first came into contact and started training at Golden Bears. And the guy goes. You know he's gonna do with those poor pictures. What do you mean he's gonna do with those pictures? He's probably got a little room with his house. He's got them all over the whole wall of all these bodybuilders. He sits there and probably plays with himself. But I like yeah, that's yeah. when I really got the first, the first insight. Oh, come on. Oh, oh, better yet, my very first experience going to my very first show at the Orange County. When they used to have the Orange County at Knotsbury Farms, that's how old my ass is. They had the Gordon, they had the show there, and I go, I get done with the show. I go to my box. I'm in college at Cal State Los Angeles, and I get these pictures of me. Where do these pictures come from? They got pictures of me just sent to me in the mail. Huh? And this guy, George, Zach- George Zachary, everyone knows back in that day knows George Zachary. This Zachary was a gay lawyer who just, he, he would just pay for bodybuilders to do all kinds of stuff. He'd send you pictures. He'd stand around and leer at you. He was just in love with all these bodybuilders. And he was standing around and get the show. He was really a nice. With me, he was really cool because I, I was nice to the guy. A lot of the guys would treat him kind of funny, but for me, it wasn't bad because I look at it like people are people. He wants what he wants, but, you know, hey, depending on how he acts, he ain't, ain't going to probably get that. So, but I'll be nice to him. He can't be discordial to anyone. It's really unfair. Right. You know, we when, when we were at Gold's Gym Venice Beach for the Flex Pro this past year, I noticed a few uh, well-dressed older gentlemen just kind of meandering through the gym, like in the evening, kind of like looking around. And they weren't dressed to work out. They are just kind of looking around. And one of them, one of them was like a Brazilian-looking businessman, and, and he seemed to have something to say to, to just about every male bodybuilder in there. Yeah, that's what he's looking for something, dude. He's in there, he's on a mission. He's on a he's on a mission. He's looking for something. That, that that's commonplace over there. I mean, for me, it is. I mean, when you're a pro bodybuilder, you get approached by people constantly like that. I don't know if Mike There's no such thing. I don't know why, if, why if you're not a pro. Well, even if you're not a pro, yeah. you're gonna get you're gonna get approached. I, I don't know if while I should... we, well, well, Aaron, I don't mean to cut you off, but while we are uh, discussing the subject, we should probably ask Quincy. He's he's on the list of people that we haven't asked yet. Uh, now. This, this is a, a hypothetical question, Quincy. Oh, okay. Now, this is good. We, we asked this to a lot of people, Quincy, and the answer, I feel, tells a little bit about you. If you're more like me or you're more like PJ at the very least. So you go ahead to ask him the question. Now, 
Now, say this, uh, your, your Ukrainian goldsmith and this Brazilian businessman comes up to you and he says that he'd like to uh, fly you to Brazil, you know, just for a weekend or whatever, and uh, he is going to pay you $500,000, a lot of money. Uh, and you have the option of doing one of two things. He's, he's, he is either going to suck your penis or you are going to dildo yourself in the ass while he watches. So he's not touching you at all. You're just still doing yourself. Or, <laughs> or, or he is going to actually suck your penis, your penis, and you have to complete in his mouth. Which of those two options is, is the more gay choice and, 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 and the more frightening gay choice? Which one is the gay choice here? Okay, hold on. See, I, I don't believe in gayness and gay or gay or not gay. What, or which, is the, gay. which is the least appealing? The least appealing for me? Yeah. Oh, oh, so to put a builder in your butt. You think I'm going to go in my butt is the wrong Yes. Quincy, the answer is correct. Yeah, yeah, yes. You're going to have another man. Now, hold on. Now, hold on. If you want to suck on my penis for $500,000, get prepared because you're going to have a penis in his mouth. <laughs> That's what I said. That's what I said. $500,000? $500,000. PJ oh, rather fuck. dildo himself. PJ. Huh? What? Oh. <laughs> so you're taking the, you're taking the blowjob from the gay guy uh, for five hundred dollars. No, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't look at anyone else because to someone else to have that thing in their face might be horrific. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, some people don't care about what goes on below their below their waist. They just don't care. Here, here is my rationale behind it. It seems like very many people are not on my side with this. Nobody. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, uh, nobody uh, wants to put anything uh, up their butt. Uh, because, you know why? You know why? Because most people don't look at look at um, oral sex as being really that bad. They don't really care. Well, here's the deal: a man, if you're if you're you're a straight guy and a homosexual man is is, is sucking your penis, you are committing a homosexual act. Uh, a guy oh, yeah. is sucking your penis. Now, if you're oh, yeah, sure. simply if you are dildoing your own butt, yes, that is that is how uh, homosexual men have have sex. But you're doing it to yourself, so you're not being violated in any way. No, nah, no, nah, but you're putting something. Yeah. Anytime you put something up your butt, mm-hmm. dude, it's, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's got to be a little bit traumatic, yeah. period. Yeah. Yeah. For most straight yourself. guys, putting anything in their butt is going to be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Except for PJ Braun, apparently. Well, no, no, I, don't don't like, I, I, I personally don't like anything in my butt. I, I don't like a finger but in my butt. It doesn't bother him. Does, 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 for him, it's not a big deal. Yeah. For some people, I it is. Feel if I'm put in a position. I don't want another man's mouth on my penis. See, I know what, listen, listen, listen to me. Listen, listen to me. No, what it is, is, listen, you guys have differences of opinions, and you, both you guys look at things totally different. Right. And you're allowed that, dude, because it's sex. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's what okay, you like, PJ. What you don't like, what you're willing to do, what you're not willing to do. It doesn't label you as being gay, at least not in my book. Because I know dudes, I know some dudes, dudes, some guys that are that I think that I think are gay and they're not. And guys that I think are straight are gay. It doesn't really matter. It, it, you you got to – I stopped I, – that's one of the back years – that's when I stopped caring about that kind of stuff because the people that I thought that were straight, they weren't. Hmm. Uh, but I still feel <laughs> if, you were, if you were dildoing your own butt <laughs> – He's going to keep arguing. You, you are in complete control of the situation. Somebody else is sucking your penis. They're in control of the situation, and it is a man that is in control of your penis. That is more gay. I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll have I don't to the audience I, there, PJ. I, I, got a, I, I, got, I got a phobia about anything around my butthole. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I asked. That was, his, that was his when I was a kid. See, when I was a kid, they used to put them thermos. They used to put those little thermometers in your ass. I didn't like that when I was a kid. <laughs> I hated them. <laughs> I, I still take my temperature. I still take my temperature like that. Yeah, I, so what does that tell you about you? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I even, video, uh, even when he uh, feels normal, like that there and today. Yeah, he'll be feeling hey, completely he fine. He might have right? just found he might have just found his magic spot, dude. That's <laughs> <all>. <laughs> I'm like PJ. I call him up on the phone. I'm like PJ. What are you doing? He's like taking my temperature. Like, why? I found He's his like, magic spot, man. I found that magic spot to cut. He's probably searching for his prostate. That's all. He's searching for that prostate. He's trying to find it. He's trying to make it easier than just jerking off. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. Quincy, what is what is doing webcam like? I mean, I know a lot of girls that oh, do it. What's God. it like? Nah, dude, doing, doing, doing webcam for men, is, 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 it is kind of, it is tedious because the guys, some of the guys are very, very nice, and some of them aren't. It's like anything else, dude. It's a job, and you have to treat people with respect, but people don't treat you with any respect. Really? But the thing is, if you could sit there and make $5 a minute, why the hell not? Right. You, know, you kind of have to look at it like, wait, what else are you doing? You're sitting, you're sitting in front of the television watching TV all damn day, and you're going to look at the computer and jerk off and look at porn anyway. Miles away and get paid for it. You jerk it off for free, or would you want to make make hundred bucks jerking off? Which one you want? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I mean, which very, it's up to you. It's, it, it, there is no wrong answer. It's, you know, it, you don't want to you don't want to do that. Cool, but if you can make easy hundred bucks, then why not? Are, uh, are when you say people aren't respectful or are rude to you on there, I guess they feel like they can talk shit to you because uh, you're not right well, there in front of them. Sometimes, huh? some, sometimes, sometimes they're just still a little bit disrespectful. But that's everything. Come on, I mean, I've been at booths and people walk up to me and say some of the meanest, most rude stuff you could ever imagine. And I kind of blow it off and we'll keep it moving. Do you ever you know, find? I, I, I don't. Do you ever find when you? I mean, this is totally off the subject, but um, as big a guy as you are, um, do you ever find that sometimes because you're so big, you're a target of like some drunken idiot oh, yeah. or, or like somebody at a club? Oh yeah, yeah, all the time, all the time, all the time. That's that's why I have to meditate. That's why I have to keep myself calm because. People have a tendency to find the biggest person they can find because they want to prove something themselves. It's a little bit of a fear thing. They, they just want to prove something. It's the ego thing. Male ego and, and, and insecurity is one of the worst things on this planet to me. To me, male ego and insecurity make this planet. It's, it's the thing that's destroying this world to me. Evil mm-hmm. thoughts from people's minds and male insecurity and it's really destroying everything because they have these, a lot of these guys. They do that to me because they're just insecure. They don't know what to say. You know. There's no reason to be afraid of someone who's bigger than you because 99% of the time they've been big their whole lives and they don't have any reason, they don't have anything to prove. And no, the person that is a very good point. Yeah, it's just I'm bigger than you and I've known that most of my life and I know that I have to act a certain way because of the simple fact that I'm bigger than you. And people are going to treat me. If I jump on you and crush your head, yeah. I'm still going to be the bad guy, even if you did something to me. It yeah. doesn't really matter. That's true. That's true. It doesn't really matter. I'm bigger than you. So there's a big responsibility that goes along with that. But a lot of times, People say things because they're just they're insecure. You have to really, really. It takes practice. It takes effort. Because I'm not going to say I've always just been cordial to everyone that's that way. Because that's not true. But 90 percent of the time, 80 percent of the time, yeah, yeah. I, I just I, I look at it, I smile, and say thank you very much, and I keep it moving because I, I'm not going to lose an ounce of sleep, an ounce of my energy. I'm not going to waste on this person who's saying anything. That, come on, even on my Facebook page, I get people. I'll, I'll post a lot of my stuff on my page about what I'm doing, what I got going on about my businesses, and about training, my, my websites, all my different things I'll post. And these people ask me to join. They ask me, can they be a friend? You know, I, I don't ask anyone. No, I ask women. I don't ask any guys, really, because I get so, because I, because I get so many guys. Right, and there's so many of them. I don't right. have no reason to ask. 
But if a guy comes up, like yesterday, I had a guy on my face and page said, hey, dude, you know, this uh, enough already. You need to quit posting this. I'm like, okay, why are you on my page right. <laughs> telling me what I should? All you have to do is say to, to, you know, unfriend me. Yeah. So I, I don't hesitate because I've come across most of the times of my life, I've had people say so many negative things to me that I look at my I, my, my, my girl and people around me tell me, you like you walk like you made a Teflon, you're just walking through shit and it doesn't touch you. Yeah. Because I don't care. I, you know, I'm Quincy, not going to lose sleep over anyone else's, anyone else's ideas of what they think I should and should not be doing. Quincy, I'm probably one of the rare people in the industry, or as far as I know, that have actually seen you angry before. Do you remember the incident? Oh, I'm not going oh, to bring yeah, up the people's yeah. names or anything. but I was pissed. That's because, oh. that's because this person was supposed to be my – see, <clears throat> that's because the person was supposed to be my friend. Yeah, you got really mad. You look – They were supposed to be my friend. Yeah, I wasn't even involved and I was scared. supposed to be my freaking friend. You're supposed to be my friend. Yeah. And if a person, if, if I got other people coming to me about something that you're doing, am I supposed to lie for you? Right. And because if I and if I don't lie for you, you become an angry person towards me. I think guys, this whole that 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 whole thing right there, that's just what happens. Sometimes people, and then the person gets mad at you and treats you as if you're three years old, and they can't even sit down and have a conversation with you. And that for me is intolerable. You're supposed to be my friend. Okay, so that means you were playing some kind of game. I'm the wrong person to play those kind of games with. And, and, and let's not forget. Also, in that situation, I knew that I could do that. What do you mean? You knew you could do it. I know. I knew that I could. I knew that this person had had jelly in his spine. Oh, you mean, <laughs> you, mean you knew that? You knew that it, it, when you went and grabbed him up, he wasn't going to like immediately attack. He had jelly in his spine. A real man wouldn't have got angry about that kind of stuff. Would have would have been like, you know what, dude, don't even sweat it, Quincy. It's not that serious, Quincy. Right. But a real man. A real person who's secure with themselves and doesn't care and is happy with his life wouldn't have said anything. He would have just backed up and like, you know what, dude, I don't care. But when a person starts attacking the person that's supposed to be his friend because he wouldn't lie for him or he just kept his mouth shut and wouldn't say anything, I wouldn't say anything, and he still got pissed. It's best to just back away from things. But people don't do that. Most real because like for me, if, you, if that instance was someone else and I was in his shoes, I would have act, reacted that way. I would have said, you know what, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care what anyone says about me. Right. And if you want, if you want to do, if you want to get to track chicks and lie to them, and you want me to lie for you too, I'm not doing that. I got, I got, I, got, I have, I have daughters. And one thing I pride myself in: any woman that I ever messed around with, any woman I ever did anything with, they knew what time it was with me. You never lied. I wore everything out. Everything was put out in the open. This is what's happening, baby. This is what's going on. You make your own decisions. And this, and this person we're talking about would lie to to make things. And there's a lot of guys yeah, in, in the industry. They would. He, want, he wanted me to lie. He wanted me to lie. And I'm not. I'm not lying, dude. I'm not gonna say nothing. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna tell, tell on you. You know. You know, Quincy. There's lots of guys that are scumbags in our industry that'll say whatever they need to to sleep with the girl. Yeah. yeah exactly. But see, the thing is, you're defeating the purpose. Okay. Yeah. You might get lucky once or twice, but after, these girls all talk. Oh yeah. <laughs> These girls all talk. If you're an asshole, they're going to talk about you. Sure. Yeah. These mm-hmm. girls all talk. And if you're an asshole, they're going to talk about you. And then the last thing I want is them walking around talking about Quincy saying, no, no, I like being friends with these girls. Right. <laughs> I like the girls more. I like the guys. It's just the way, <laughs> because they're easier for me to deal with because I'm a 300-pound gorilla. They, they treat me a certain way. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to lose that. That's one of the things that I love about being in this industry is that I get treated a certain way by a lot of the females in it because I am with what I am, and I'm, I'm nice to all of them that way. I'm not going to bullshit them. Why should I start for anyone? Right. You know, and, and, and when I get angry, it's because I just I got really angry because of the way this person had presented it. He came at me the wrong way, and it was disrespectful, and that's what I didn't like. But that was years ago. At this point in my life, if that same incident happened, I wouldn't even care. 
Yeah, that was a long time. That was probably four years ago or three or four years yeah. ago. Yeah, I, I just I just wouldn't care at this point now. I'm just like I wouldn't care, but it made me angry because this person had me believing he was my friend. Right. Yeah. I mean, so you, find you find that in bodybuilding, you find that a lot. When he, yeah, you it's see like a betrayal. Bodybuilder guys. Anytime you see two bodybuilder guys that's supposed to be buddy, 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 buddies, buddy buddies, it's bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. It's all BS. Because sooner or later, someone's going to think that they're better than other friends because their ego's going to get in the freaking way. Do you do you have yeah. any friends that are still IP pro, BB pros that you're very close to? No, not one. Is I have you, friends and people that I like that I, I don't have a problem talking to and I'm cool with, and I wish the best for them, but none are close friends because we can never be close friends because if they're getting more money than you, you think that you're better than them. If they're getting, you're getting more money than them, you're better than you. Like, I, I'll tell, I, I, I remember I've I told certain guys about my film and they look at me like I'm stupid. Hmm. They look at me like I'm stupid. I've told some of the top bodybuilders about my film, and they, they don't want to talk about that. They want to talk about themselves. Right. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so you just learn. You just learn to keep it to yourself. Keep everything to yourself. Because at one point in time, you had a lot of friends, IFB friends that you were very close to. They just all one by one dropped away, huh? Well, no. I just the only one I was really very close to being friends with was Melvin. And that was a freaking mistake because it's just people. <laughs> people. Yeah, uh, so that's the only one I was really close to because I, I tended to stay to myself a lot. Because I knew better. Most of the guys I was friends with when I was at Ghost in Venice were the guys that were not pro bodybuilders. Uh-huh. They weren't even bodybuilders, period. Right. You know, because it's easy that way. When you're a pro bodybuilder, it's best to, you, can, you can't be buddies. You can't be friends. Come on, remember, I remember when I was younger, Chris and, Chris and Flex and, and those guys would train together and they were all training together. And eventually, they, they couldn't even speak to each other hard anymore. No, they I know. Training together. They, they weren't even together anymore. You never saw them together any place, anywhere anymore after a while. Yeah, they, it became more and more competitive till they were to the point where they were uh, they hated each other. It's ego, male ego, dude. You can't in bodybuilding. It's right with it. Yeah, and and insecurity and insecurity. Bodybuilding is riding with it. Insecurity. Yeah, it's major insecurity. And we're all insecure. I mean, even even I'm subject to that a little bit. I'm not even gonna lie. But you know, I got to a point in my own head as like the past couple of years. I'm just like, dude, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> You have to let things go at certain points in your head. If you don't, it's not good for your mental health. Right. It's not smart. Well, Quincy, we're we're running low on time. Uh, thank you very much for coming on. Give me. I want to give you an opportunity to plug all your websites. People want to go see uh, uh, some of uh, Quincy the Mandingo. It's <laughs> com or our Clips for Self site, which you can find if you go to my Facebook page, Punching Quincy Taylor. Uh, com. you can find us right there, pretty simple. Also, we're, all, we're always looking for models. Uh, you can contact my website, quincytaylor.com, and send it. Go to Contact Quincy on there. My website, my email address is mytqt, M-Y-T-E-Q-T, at AOL.com. And they can send pictures there, send your stuff there, and we'll, we'll put it in for reference. So when we start to use people, we have a group of people, certain people we can call, and we're going to be, and people are going to be getting paid for their work. Now, no one's doing nothing for free. Thank not you, Quincy. Content. I'm not asking for content exchange. Uh, well, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. And we, oh, thank uh, you guys for the opportunity. Absolutely. We'll thank have you, have you back thank on. You. We'll have you back on some other time. We got some more porn talk or some bodybuilding stuff. We'll have you back. Well, pretty soon we're going to be making some stuff. We're going we're to be doing some changes within the next two to three months. Where we're going to be putting out new stuff, and we're going to have more people involved. So I'll give you guys a call back then. Absolutely. Thank you, Quincy. All right. Okay. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Take care. PJ? Yes. That was Quincy Taylor. He was great. Yes, he was great. You know what? He he started a little slow, a little too serious, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like it ended up being great. I loved hearing about him uh, pounding out his quote, pounding out other guys' wives. I loved that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's frightening to think about him doing that. He's a giant monster. Yes, I I cannot understand that. Can you can you get that? I just don't understand it. I don't know if my brain 
or ever work that way, what do you get from watching your wife get plowed by another man? You know, you know, it's funny. I was, I was, I went on, I'm not going to say the name, but I was dating or went out on a bunch of dates with a girl and we were talking about porn and we were looking at porn together, you know? And she's mm-hmm. like, she's looking at the, actually we were looking at XNXX.com, our favorite site. We were looking at it and I was like, I was like, I was showing her the stuff that I liked, um, you know, looking for ideas and stuff to do to her later. And, <laughs> and, uh, and getting her, like, she thought it was good or bad, you know, just kind of give me a gist of how far I could go with her. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yes. um, Boy, Dariel's going to hate listening to this. Dariel, you should turn that off. Anyway, uh, so the um, the girl picked a clip, and it was um, a white girl and two black guys in a jail cell double-teaming her. And we're watching it, and she's like, oh, this is so hot. I'm like, really? She's like, oh, my God, this is great. And I was like, you think that this is this is what you like? And she's like, yeah. Ugh. She's like, yeah, it's so hot. And I was like, oh, that's weird and I tried to get her to explain like what was hot and she couldn't really tell me and I was like wow I guess it's a lot like Quincy said you know everybody different things do it for different mm, people did, did, did you ask her were you like have you ever gotten drilled by two guys at the same time she said no but she wouldn't be opposed to it which was like really yeah obviously I'm not still dating this girl PJ because uh, that would that yeah. was definitely an absolute like that that right there I'm way more liberal than you are when it comes to this kind of stuff and, and I don't even have to ask you what, if that would be uh, a deal breaker for you but yeah no that is a fucking immediate deal breaker yeah when she told me that I was like you know that that was I was basically I went from like uh, as far as like 10 being like want to marry her to one like not interested at all I went from about a six and a half seven to one right there, right? <laughs> immediate stop to one yeah, yeah that, would, uh, that would probably send me to the negative the, it, it, it hurt her by about a point when she told me that when she picked that clip, like it was still redeemable, you know, for you, that might've been, that might've really like brought her down like four or five points. But for me, that brought down the one point. I'm like, yeah, you know, everybody, people can have weird fantasies. That's sure. I can understand that. Um, you know, as long as she doesn't act out on act it out yeah. you know, in real life. And then when I asked her, has she done that before? It, it would have brought her into the negative if she said yes. But the fact that she yeah. wasn't opposed to it, I was like, okay. You know, so yeah. Yeah, I I, uh, I don't. I guess people lose use the. Uh, I think perhaps the people uh, they they don't uh, uh, treat marriage uh, the way the definition uh, of marriage uh, is is. Uh, perhaps in in this different age, uh, you could use different uh, you know modern versions of what marriage truly is. But uh, perhaps I'm old fashioned. But uh, when you are married to somebody, I feel that you are committed to that person. That person is committed to you, and that's it. You know, that's, that's, that's your union. You share everything together and no one else. And, uh, the idea, I, I, I'm not even cool with bringing a girl into it. Uh, if I'm married to somebody, that's, that's my person. You what know, if not, you were, what if not, you were just dating? This is actually something that's If it was enough. just some random, random whore that wanted to bring another girl in. Yeah. No, 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 no. Say you and Amber are dating, right? And you're not mm-hmm. married yet or anything, so the sanctity of marriage wouldn't be broken. And Amber's like, I got this really, really hot friend coming in from Spain, and uh, she is. It's been her dream to to uh, have a threesome. She's going to be leaving, you know, in a few days, but she wanted to come for one night and hang out with us, you know, have a few drinks, see what happens. What do you think? No, one hundred percent. No, I, I honestly, if she even brought that up to me, uh, it would completely change the way I feel about her forever. Yeah, you're you're like that. You can you can you can do that. Things like that can change it for you forever. Yeah, I can. That could that could. You know, I'm I am a. 
you know, there's deal breakers for me. And, uh, you know, stuff like that, that's it. And, you know, I'd be out. I'd with, be like, me, with me with me, and Darielle, if she brought it up, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hold it against her. I'd think that um, that she wouldn't realize what that potentially could do to the relationship or almost certainly would do. You know, obviously – there's a lot of pitfalls for something like that. If you really love somebody, yeah. you're basically mm-hmm. risking your relationship. This is for all the guys out there listening who are dreaming of this. If you really love your girl, you are risking the whole relationship for one night or a few hours of fun, basically. Yes, and this can, this can be a, a topic I think we can we can get into more because uh, there's a lot of people that have different opinions for this, and we we have, we have some friends that uh, may disagree with us on on, on their. Uh, you know, idea of relationships and bringing other people in. Why don't we, why don't we save that for next week since we're already at about an hour? Yes, and without a doubt. I know you're sick. I don't feel good. I have to pack up. It's already midnight and my flight leaves at uh, six in the morning. So, yes. uh, so I got to get back and edit this whole show and then uh, uh, send this off to, uh, to Jeff, the producer to put it up. Uh, you guys will be seeing this on our very own page on the iron empire page of RX muscle. You'll also still be able to find the Iron Empire Radio at ironempireradio.com. It'll just redirect to our X-Muscle page. PJ, uh, one more time just to to give us uh, give everybody our contact info. Mine is jubaka at rxmuscle.com. You're PJ Braun Fitness at yahoo.com. You can reach us on our Facebook, our Twitters. Mine's at Singerman, Aaron Singerman. His is Philip Braun Jr. And uh, so that I can beat you and... That's really not his, by the way. He's just not saying anything. And that is pretty much it for this week, PJ. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad we made it through this, you know, with everything that we have going on. Uh, I think we, we, it wound up being okay in the end. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I hope that everybody goes back, listens to one, two, and three. Um, and I can promise you that number five will be off the charts because we'll both be back to normal. And we'll start back on our normal uh, thing of having a few drinks before the show. <laughs> without a doubt, without yes. a doubt. We always do better with a few drinks. We do, we do. Yeah. Uh, last week I had many drinks uh, before the show. Yeah, yeah, I know you did. So we will. Uh, yeah, you you could tell last week you had a bunch of drinks. I was. Uh, we, we were uh, uh, living it up in San Diego. You're on fire. Uh, yeah, it was just. A, we had a mattress on the floor, an empty house, and a couple bottles of cheap wine. We just, we just went crazy. Did you get a hangover from that? When I drink wine like that, I get a horrible hangover. I did not have a hangover. It was magnificent. She she had a hangover from it, uh, but I did not. I was fortunate. Yeah. Well, PJ, you'll have to let me know next week what you thought of my uh, men's physique, possibly final show. You know, PJ, I thought about it. I'm just going to – I'll throw this out here before we leave. I am pretty sure that I will not be doing nationals unless I win the whole show in Iowa. Okay. Jack says that there's there's like 18 people in the in the show, and there's like 10 in my division, eight in other division. If I can't beat these 18 guys, I, it just seems like it's a it's a. First of all, I'll have to pay my entry fee, a late entry fee at nationals. It's three hundred and fifty dollars. A lot. What's that? There's a lot of money. Yeah, and then I'll do the spray tan. You know, great. It's it's wonderful that I haven't had to do this so far. You know. Um, the the great people in Maryland who owns uh, Liquid Sunrays is doing my uh, spray complimentary on the house, which I'm very grateful for. It's an awesome product. So I'm not only happy to have the best color, but I'm getting it for free. So in uh, nationals, it will be money for that. And then, uh, you know, some other stuff, whatever. So I would be spending, you know, $550, $600 to compete at nationals. You know, I don't know if it's worth that, honestly. Yeah. Well, well 
that's a pretty wise decision of you, I think. Well, we'll see. If I win the whole thing, then I'll do it. If I don't win the whole yeah. thing, there's like a 80% chance that I'm just going to Miami to have fun and uh, and work and stuff. Yes. Well, I guess we'll know very soon. We will know very soon. Thank you, PJ, for doing the show tonight, even though you're very sick. And I will see you in a week, and we'll talk pretty soon. Yes. All right. Thank you.